When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it? The Bird Show. I want to be a good person, but I don't want to screw it up because I'm white, so I need some help. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. So the suggestion there is that you can't be a good person because you're white? No, you can be, but there's a, a right way to be a good white person, and there's a wrong way to be a good white person. Yeah, I think we can start with a washcloth. Okay, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And don't get distracted because there's a lot to cover here. Okay. So we're not going down the wash trough, washcloth. I'm just saying it path. makes you a better white person if you use a damn washcloth. Okay, that's fine. But we're not talking about that. We can stay here. This is fine. <laughs> we got to get deep just for a second because okay, this right. docu-series like really, really got me thinking. And I think there is something to be learned for it. Um, and I love docu- you know, documentaries and especially docu-series. I think HBO crushes it, knocks it out of the park. And on Max, there is a docu-series called Savior Complex. And it's about a woman, a white woman, that's important, Renee Bach. And when she was 20, she started a Christian nonprofit organization. So basically it was a missionary that went to Uganda and started this nonprofit called Serving His Children. And it was all about feeding kids who were starving in Uganda. She got this house and they were just passing out rice and beans all the time. Seemed like a nice thing to do. Well, this thing started evolving and it turned into feeding children in need to a free medical facility. So this young 20-year-old girl, Renee Bach, who... Um, She was homeschooled, which is fine, but had zero medical training, started doing medical procedures on children who are malnourished. And there was not a doctor in the facility. She did have a nurse there, but I'm talking about like she's prescribing medicine, she's giving IVs, she's tapping IVs into the head. Like there's video footage, right? Because they did a lot of blogging, trying to garner donations. And in one year, she got like $300,000, you know, $300,000 in donations. You said she wasn't trained for this or she was? None. She was not trained. Had no medical training whatsoever, not a medical degree to her name. Now, Somebody does this in the U.S. and you are practicing medicine mm-hmm. and you don't have a license to do so. It's frowned upon. You're going to your ass is going to jail. <laughs> so it was how she got outed was um, a nurse. A nurse had just graduated. She and her husband wanted to do missionary work. They found serving his children. They went and she was shooketh by what she was witnessing Renee do. And she's like, this is not right. This is wrong. Somebody needs to do something. So they started speaking out. But as with the government, and you're going to have to watch the docuseries, but the Ugandan government was basically covering it up because they needed the money and they were doing good and saving lives. But there were also children dying, okay? Mm. So of the 940 severely malnourished children... 105 of those passed away. Now, I was like appalled, but then a doctor from a Ugandan hospital came on and said that percentage is about typical as far as like, because these kids are so sick, right? And they have HIV, they have other um, um, other issues 
rather than just being malnourished. So her percentage was about the same as the hospital when it comes to kids passing away. Now, you're watching this and all this, and entering the chat is an Instagram page called at No White Saviors. And it's two social workers, Olivia Lasso, who's a black, black Ugandan, and Kelsey Nielsen, who's a white American. And they began No White Saviors. And they were basic, basically calling out white people who were going on social media, posting pictures of them with, you know, posting pictures of themselves with kids of color and basically just trying to like clout chase, right? And they're like, you're, you're, you're really not doing the Lord's work. And then they especially got a hard on for Renee because, well, what she was doing was illegal, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to take her down. So long story short, the organization does ultimately get closed down. Renee doesn't see any jail time whatsoever, mm-hmm. but they settled this out of court and they pay a couple of the moms who were willing to come forward and whose children have passed away and they settled that and that is done. Then on top of that, Kelsey, the white woman who helped started at No White Saviors on Instagram, she gets called out for misappropriating funds and oh, she gets booted. Oh God. So it's like this whole thing. So as I'm watching all of this and taking this all in, and it's like, you know, my husband and I have discussed potentially adoption because I would love for Jimmy to be a sibling and whether or not to adopt a child from another country. So... My question is, for the people of color on our show, how, how, how do you help? Because I do see, I think this white savior complex is a real thing. I think people do this for wrong reasons. But how do you, how do you help the right way, is my question. For people who genuinely want to help, how are you able to help in the proper way? That's a good question. Um, I think for me, it starts with listening. I, I, and I think uh, today it's, it's hard to really tell what someone's intent is. Yeah. You know, I, you have to have good intentions in doing it. That's the first thing. And it's, it's difficult a lot of the time because we just live in a clout-chasing world now. And a lot of the time you'll see people making it appear as if they truly do want to be embedded in the culture and help but a lot of it is really just to get back what you're going to get back of it as a person, as opposed to how you're actually helping the black community or a black kid. So I think it starts with your intention, number one. And if you have good intentions going into it, then I think you'll be fine. But then listening, truly listening to what black culture is about, what black people need, what, what we face, what the differences are from us and others. You have to know these things in order to truly make an impact on helping a black person or a black child. And if you don't listen, you don't have these tools then you really are not helping. You may believe you're helping maybe mm-hmm. by financially supporting or or just being around and taking a black kid out of a bad environment. But then what? Then, then they have to go and, and live a life of which will be impacted mm-hmm. in a lot of ways that you may not truly understand unless you are fully listening. And I don't think you can fully listen unless your intentions are fully um, commendable. So I, I, for me, I think two of the biggest things in trying to help is being open and willing to genuinely listen and having good, solid intentions. So, like, am I going to get slammed if I choose to adopt a child for an, from another country? Yeah, you're going to get slammed no matter what. But it's your intention behind it, like how Mo said. And this is honestly the reason why I asked our news producer, Amber, when she mentioned that she was adopted, if I asked her if she had white parents or mm-hmm. black parents. The reason why is because so common, 
I've seen it where there'll be Caucasian families who will adopt, you know, my children who are minorities and black children just to say, hey, I'm helping out a minority. But when they adopt these kids, they don't teach them about their own culture. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it where they, they don't even know how to do their kids hair. And it's like, why would you adopt this child if you don't even know how to relate to them or teach them how to, you know, grow up? And how it's going to be different for them because of the complexion of their skin. So I think when people do this and adopt, you have to think about, are you willing to actually teach your child about whatever culture they came from? Wasn't this a very real storyline on This Is Us? I think it was, it but was. I didn't watch yep, that show. It was. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also where it starts, being willing to learn from others and also teach that child that's different from you. Here's Angela. Hey, Angela, good morning. You're part of the Bird Show. Hi. Hi, I am Caucasian, but I did adopt three kids. Two are African-American, one is Caucasian. And I think the key to all this is, one, I cannot stand when people come up and say, oh, look, you saved them. I didn't save them. They saved me. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not in this because I'm doing something to make me look good. But, I mean, I have made sure to put strong black role models in my kids' life, including my Caucasian daughter. They need to know all sides. I learned to do our hair within the first week. I stand up because the one unique thing I think I have is I see the racism that most white people don't see. So when I say, like, say we're at a school where they were being called black monkey and being told to go back to Africa. And let me tell you, I have stood up and stood up and people don't like being told that there's racism in the world, and especially mm-hmm. coming from a white woman. They're like, what are you talking about? You don't know. I said, <laughs> I see it every day with my kids. You would not believe the looks we get. You would not believe the things that are being said. But it's understanding and teaching my kids to recognize ignorance, but not to be ignorant. It's a beautiful call. Thank mm-hmm. you. Get your answer. I'm getting there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I do. I feel like. Um, At the end of the day, if your intent is good, who yeah. cares what people say? Who cares what they think? I know. Right? You'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's the Bird Show. Get it. The Bird Show.